Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Drive time with Elliot, Timothy, and Chen Chen. Only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. I'm Elliot Danka. Time now to turn our attention to headlines coming out of China. Now, from China's uh, simulating hitting targets or key targets, they say, on Taiwan to highlights from French President Emmanuel Macron's official visit to the country. Let's get some analysis of these headlines with Dr. O.A. Sun, Senior Fellow in Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Dr. O, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon indeed, and today I'm no longer in Singapore, I'm back in Sabah. <laughs> yeah, it's, how's the weather like over there? Sabah's a nice place. Oh, yes, indeed, uh, we welcome all of you to pay a visit. Yeah, it's really warm in Singapore here today, certainly hope you're, you're faring better over there. <laughs> yeah, we have some sea breeze. Very nice. Okay, uh-huh. Dr. O, let's talk a little bit about China. Simulating, hitting key targets on Taiwan. I guess, as someone with uh, relatives in Taiwan, should the rest of the world be worried? What do we know so far about these drills? Perhaps mildly so in terms of worrying. I think this sort of so-called target practice, as I learned it, it's on the island of Pingtan, which is just uh, off the coast of uh, China. So it's uh, across the Taiwan Strait from Taiwan. So it's not as if they're shooting live target in the Taiwan Strait. So they would just be, for example, uh, perhaps stopping some of those fishing vessels and so on from Taiwan. So it's a rather restrained response this time as uh, opposed to uh, when Nancy Pelosi was visiting Taiwan. So you say it's rather restrained compared to the previous round. And I remember we discussed that one as well. Is this purely down to a reaction of the United States relationship with Taiwan? Well, it is that, but at the same time, you also have the visit by the French president as well as the EU, the president to uh, China. Mm. So, well, I wouldn't say sort of balance out, but in a sense, China could not uh, overreact because uh, otherwise, you know, you risk uh, sort of reining this sort of rapprochement between China and the European Union in general and with France in particular. Yeah, yeah there's that issue as well. Okay, we'll get to Emmanuel uh-huh. Macron in just a while, Dr. O. First, I want to talk about Japan. So apparently yesterday, April the 10th, senior Japanese and Chinese officials met and they met to discuss maritime concerns in the disputed waters in East China Sea. Beijing, of course, conducting those war games, right? Japan, what's their vested interest in this? Are they here to save the day, sort of get China to stand down? Am I stretching too far there? It's a little bit there, but I think most regional countries, including close uh, U.S. allies such as Japan, they are all looking forward to try to re-establish some form of economic cooperation with China. Uh, But from the Chinese perspective, in order to do so, then we had to deal with the political differences. And these differences would include, for example, territorial disputes. So Japan would have to at least pay lip service in terms of holding this sort of uh, discussion. Yeah. Mm. Okay, then. We have the other issue of the French President Emmanuel Macron visiting China. <laughs> quite a personal touch. Um, it looked like a bit of a, a rock star welcome. It's quite obvious, right, the difference in treatment when this EU official or the, the French President visits versus any United States visit. 
Well, yeah, because from a Chinese perspective, this is as if they have find an opening on the European front, right? Mm. I mean, the, the French, uh, they are selling a number of aircrafts uh, to China. Okay. And then uh, some of these big, bigger French firms, they are also selling machineries to China and so on. Whereas the United States, uh, in a sense, in imposing embargoes on chips and other higher high-tech products, uh, I mean, against China. So the, from a Chinese perspective, it's worthwhile. From the French perspective, of course, there's plenty of business to be done. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of business, President Macron did say in an interview that Europe must not be a follower of either the US or China on Taiwan or regarding Taiwan. Does this mean that the US, in a way, how do I put this delicately, has lost a bit <laughs> of an ally? <laughs> I'm trying to find the right... It's like, uh, I, I don't want to be part of this problem. I just want to be friends with everyone. If I say in a French accent, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we 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 made a, <laughs> our French friends. They are always a little bit more pragmatic when mm. it comes to uh, economic consideration. I think realistically, Taiwan could only expect, uh, for example, the United States and perhaps some of those uh, really close allies of the U.S., such as Japan and Australia, to come to its aid uh, in ter- in case of uh, you know if there are some military actions between right. Taiwan and China. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I, I've got a right way to phrase this. Does does that statement then by President Macron sort of drive a wedge between Europe and the US? Does is it that does it go that far? I think uh, on the European front, except for perhaps uh, the United Kingdom, the continental Europe, they will have their own primarily economic calculations when it comes to dealings with China. Yeah. Okay. All right. And finally, uh, Dr. O, the issue about Tesla. They're set to open a me- new mega factory in Shanghai. I believe they already have one there. Tesla doubling down on its investment in China, uh, where you've got the backdrop tensions between Beijing and Washington. Why is Tesla doing this? Well, if you have visited uh, China in recent months, Mm. as I have done uh, uh, twice over the last month alone, Mm. uh, you would see that uh, in the streets of the major cities in China, there are a lot of these uh, electric vehicles. uh, Most of them made in China with uh, Chinese uh, brand names and so on. But of course, if Tesla were to uh, really try to conquer the Chinese market, uh, I think you will find it's a niche as well. The higher-end market uh, in electric vehicles in China, for example. So, yeah, I think Tesla is very keen to try to uh, at least uh, make a footing in those markets. So the business play for Elon Musk really is just economically trying to get market share? Yes, would you imagine so, yeah. All right. I've been speaking with Dr. O.A. Sun, Senior Fellow, Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Dr. O, as always, appreciate your time. You take care and have a great Tuesday evening. Well, thank you very much indeed. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.